I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download for a full deposit match up to $100. In this episode, I will be delivering you two MLB best bets along with three prize pick selections at the end of this episode. Just a quick update before we recap yesterday and the weekend. If you are into the NFL, I have a new episode that was released on Saturday with Theo Ash and Matthew Sponauer of the Stay Hot podcast. Full NFL preview over under win totals and award picks that came out this weekend. And we also have Crabs, Bets, and Ben Carey of PicksWise coming on Tuesday to do some picks for the Thursday night football game with the Bills and the Rams, as well as their Super Bowl selections and any playoff bets they might have. So let's recap the past few days. Well, we had three straight winning days, which came to a close yesterday after an 0-3 day. And we had our first losing day week in a month. And we had a really bad day yesterday. But it's important not to overreact. It's just one day after three straight winners. And we have two picks today to start off the week right with props that, of course, are only available on this podcast. Our regular season record is now 192 and 165, winning at a 54% rate plus 27.69 units. Our first game is the White Sox versus the Mariners at 6.40 p.m. Eastern. It's Lance Lynn, a righty for the White Sox, who's 4-5 and with a 4.70 ERA, taking on Marco Gonzalez, a lefty for the Mariners, who's 10-12 and with a 3.99 ERA and a 1.38 whip. Lance Lynn's got a 1.14 whip. This might be a bad idea to unban the White Sox, but this spot is so up my alley that I can't help myself. First, let's talk about line movement. The Mariners opened as a short favorite at home around minus 130, and at the time of writing, they have come down to minus 105. You'd think that everyone would be hammering the White Sox with this line movement, but all the money has come in on the Mariners. We were on the Mariners versus Guardians game last night, and I thought, if these two teams play tomorrow, they are really due for letdown games. I feel bad for them, honestly. They had to suffer a four-hour-plus rain delay, and they had to use the bulk of their bullpens because Quantrill and George Kirby only went three innings before that rain delay ensued. The game didn't even stop after nine innings. It went into the 11th. The Mariners won the game, but now they have to travel from Cleveland to Seattle, and they play at 6.40 p.m. Eastern, which in Seattle, it's 3.40 p.m. Eastern. The line is adjusting because it's assumed that some Mariners might have an off day, and the White Sox are in a really good spot here. The Mariners are the better team, obviously, and I don't doubt that they have the magic, but the White Sox are also gunning for this division, and they get to face a left-hander where most of their offense this year comes from. That left-hander is Marco Gonzalez, who has some of the highest discrepancies in baseball between his ERA and his advanced metrics. His 4.82 X ERA sits in the 16th percentile, not very good, and his 4.93 FIP and XFIP are the worst in the league among those who qualify. That's right, worst in the league. To put this in perspective, Patrick Corbin has a 4.92 FIP and a 4.17 X FIP. At some point, this has to normalize, and it would make sense that it would happen against these White Sox, whose only saving grace is facing a left-hander. Since August 15th, the White Sox ranked third in WRC plus against lefties, and since the deadline, they ranked seventh. The Mariners' bats have had almost zero success against Lance Lynn in their careers. Through 93 plate appearances, the Mariners' current roster holds a 236x Woba, a 177 expected batting average, and a 214 expected slugging, while striking out 28% of the time. 
Lynn hasn't faced the Mariners this season, but he's starting to look like the old Lance Lynn, putting up a 2-4-5 ERA in August and hasn't allowed more than two runs in his last four starts. The White Sox are banned for good reason, as at the end of the day, they'll find a way to blow it. Knowing this, I'm willing to play them a plus money through the first five innings in hopes they get off to a hot start. So the pick is the White Sox through the first five innings minus a half. That's the run line at plus 110. One unit to win 1.1 units. Second game, Cleveland Guardians versus the Kansas City Royals. Again, at 8.10 p.m. Eastern, it's Tristan McKenzie, a righty for the Guardians, who's 9-11 with a 3-1 ADRA and a 0-9-7 whip, taking on Brady Singer, righty for the Royals, 7-4, 3-3-3 ERA and a 1-1-5 whip. The Guardians are in a hole. They've lost eight of their last 10 games, and they're now tied with the Twins for the division lead, and they sit just two games above the White Sox. Unfortunately, they're in another tough spot today, forced to travel from Cleveland to Kansas City after a four-hour-plus rain delay, and then the game went into extras where they were forced to use the bulk of their bullpen. Let's talk about line movement again. The Guardians open as high as minus 160 favorites on some books, and that line has plummeted to minus 130. On points bet, the line opened at minus 160 and now sits at minus 130. On DraftKings, it opened at minus 155 and moved to minus 135. All books are different, but the line has made it easier to put money on Cleveland. At the time of writing, about 70% of the tickets, according to the Action Network, are on the Guardians. Similar to the last pick, the Guardians and Mariners are just in callous spots. Yesterday's game started at 2.40 p.m. Eastern, and I watched it until about 10.45, 11 at night. Eastern. Not only did they suffer through an incredibly long delay, but they also played the game into the 11th inning. Now the Guardians must get on a plane and take a trip to Kansas City. Luckily, the Guardians are in a slightly better spot than the Mariners. They don't have to switch time zones, and at least they get their game played later against an inferior team. The issue here is that they're on the road and in a tailspin as a team. Will they snap out of it against Brady Singer? I'm not sure they do, especially with how great he's been lately. He's rocking a 2.92 ERA in August, which doesn't do him justice. As his last start, he allowed four earned runs in four and two-thirds innings against the White Sox. He's been better at home this season, and although he suffered some tough starts against the Guardians, the real bad start was his first start of the year. And since, really, the All-Star break, Brady Singer has been one of the best pitchers in the American League. And Singer's advanced numbers look strong against Cleveland. Through 69 plate appearances, Singer has a 298 ex-Woba, a 251 expected batting average, and a 345 expected slugging. All of those numbers, including average exit velocity and launch angle, are better than McKenzie's numbers against the Royals' current roster. McKenzie is a good pitcher, but he can be beaten on the road. He's got a 3-4-3 ERA on the road versus a 2-8-4 ERA at home. He also has a 4-3-5 ERA during night games compared to a 2-1-3 ERA during day games. The Royals will have Dylan Coleman and Scott Barlow available after Singer. Their two best relievers, who should give them, who I'm talking about Singer, should give them six solid. The first five innings is a great play here, but give me the value with the full game as the Guardians don't seem to have the same magic as the Mariners do, and they don't have home field advantage. So the pick is the Kansas City Royals money line at plus 115. That's one unit to win 1.15 units. Let's get into our prize pick selections of the day. The first one, I'm going to get it right out of the way early. When I saw Marwin Gonzalez was at a half base, I'm taking his under. I don't care. He's been one of the worst players I've ever seen in baseball this year. He can't hit. He just can't hit. I could run you through the stats. I checked them this morning. They're not good. Um, we could go through exit velocities. We could go through anything you want. They're not good. I'm taking his under one under half base. He ain't getting a hit today. He just isn't. I'm taking it. And I'm going to pair that, I think, because these two pitchers are going against each other. Um, I want to take Lance Lins over fantasy score. I think he has actually a pretty solid day today against the Mariners. I don't think that, you know, I'm not sure if we'll see Julio Rodriguez and Ty France. You know, this may be a weaker Mariners lineup just after, you know, they have no rest. They kind of, 
This feels just like a letdown spot for them. And I think Lance Lynn pitches very well today. But I also want to take Marco Gonzalez over six hits. I like the total White Sox lineup against him. He's majorly due for regression. The White Sox crush lefties, and he's right up their alley. I think there can be enough hits here. I also think his over-earned runs is a play, which is at two and a half earned runs. I like that one too, but I just like with Marco Gonzalez, what he does is he's good at limiting runs, but his problem is he gives up a lot of hits, works himself out of it, so I'd rather take the hits, but I think the earned runs is a decent play too because I do think he's going to give up over three, but I'd rather take up over six hits. That'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Remember to use code JustBaseball for a full deposit match up to $100. If you want to play along with us, might as well use some free money in order to play along. I'll be hosting a Twitter space later in the day to go over more picks, as well as make sure if you're in NFL football, we will be transitioning and we will start talking about our NFL best bets. And to get us started, Saturday's episode involves Theo Ash and Matthew Sponire from the Stay Hot Pod. You might know them from TikTok. Um, You can find all of their links in that episode, as well as the full episode, which is an hour and 45 minute banger full of NFL preview knowledge. And then on Tuesday, Crabs Bets, Ben Carey from PicksWise to do the rest. But remember, none of it is gambling advice.